Welcome back, everybody. Episode three of the Cover Down Podcast. I am Doug, and this del- delicious piece of man candy right here is your boy Seth. What's going on, guys? What's going on, buddy? How you doing? Pretty good. How was uh, how was your your New Year's slash holidays slash? It was good. Uh, it was good. Yeah. Did absolutely nothing. Word. Yeah. Stayed up till midnight. Watched the ball drop. Oh. Looked at my watch and was like, "All right, let's go to bed." You still got that young blood in you. I, uh, Not really. Yeah, it was like 10 o'clock. I was out, man. I was out. I was out. So it was, I, I hit that mark where it was like 10 o'clock, and I'm like, I'm already up. Might as well just, just ride this out for, for the remainder of the time. So, Word. Yeah. So yeah. That was it. Yeah. The, fir- the, the first of the year is my anniversary. So it was like before, it used to be romantic because we're like, oh, let's stay up all night. You can be the first person I'm going to kiss. You know, and it was a brilliant idea when we were first getting married because one, I will never forget my anniversary because yeah. it's on the first of the year. Um, and they had that little bit of romance to it later on in life horrible friggin' decision yeah. because you know what's not open on new year's day everything exactly yeah so I like let, let's go even yeah. no, that's the only place that's open yeah so <laughs> that's i can i can have a romantic uh battery powered candlelight dinner at at, uh, at, at McDonald's, yeah, 20 piece McNugget. It's made with real chicken. Yeah. <laughs> big, big air quotes around real. Um, but yeah, no, it was, it was, it was, it was pretty cool. Um, you know, Christmas and Yule was pretty awesome f- yeah. for us. Um, very, very relaxed. Went up and saw some family. Yeah, you were out of town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We go up to New Hampshire uh, a lot because that's where my wife's family is. My, my family's from Maine. So okay. we take a little three hour car ride up there, brought the dog. But uh, I got a coffee mug and uh, that's about it. Sweet. Yeah, I count my dog as as the uh, the Christmas present. So, yeah. And then uh, yeah, we had an, the our anniversary, which is the first of the year. So happy New Year's to everybody at home. Happy New Year, everyone. Yeah. And then yesterday was my birthday. Happy birthday. Yeah, man. 30, 34 years old. Holy crap. Feeling feeling uh feeling like I'm forty four years like old. Thirty four. Oh my really? god. USD. You know what? You know what? You know what's weird though. Grade A approved. Yeah, if I, like if I shave my beard though, I, I look ten years younger. It's weird. Yeah. Ten years younger with a massive butt chin. So <laughs> okay, then there's that. <laughs> then there's that. So, but yeah, yeah. So so today, episode oh, three. Today is a today's is, a huge day. Yeah, huge huge we, day. We got some sure. special in store for everybody. More so for us. Yeah. More, more so for more us. So for us. Yeah. Definitely a. I mean, we've already cracked open. You know, a good so one. That's see, that's the thing. Whenever this individual comes around, it's you know you can't help but crack open up a beer. I don't even know what I'm drinking right now, but it just, <laughs> I know it's your first sour beer. Though. Yeah, I know, right? It has so, like orange in it. It counts as breakfast, right? Yeah, it actually is breakfast. Mm-hmm. Pop tarts and orange sour beer, like breakfast of champions. Yep. Uh, but yeah, this this individual that we have today on um, on today's episode is. A very, very, very close friend of mine, but mm-hmm. also he is a huge supporter of the organization. I mean, ever since I got involved with this, it was the first words out of his mouth were, what can I do to help? Word. And after that, it was just, I mean, the, the friendship, the relationship, the professional relationship, like everything just snowballed from there. And half the time like him and i are up at like you know one two o'clock in the morning we're texting texting each other and you know kind of like what you and i do with the show (laughs) (laughs) insomniacs unite yeah but there's a reason though like he is uh he's the owner of uh two brothers restaurant and pub out in salem connecticut out in uh salem four corners or what used to be the four corners now it's the salem roundabout now it's five corners yeah (laughs) (laughs) or it's a perpetual Um, amount of corners yeah 
So <laughs> someone do the math. Um, it was only fitting that we have like this individual on as our first guest. Mm -hmm. Like this was huge to to be able to line it up to to get him on. Yeah, right. We we want to we want to take this platform and we want to not only spread our message, but we want to use it as a way to give back to those who give to the guardians, right? And oh, give back yeah. to the community. Yeah. So this is our way of kind of putting them on a pedestal and saying, hey. Yep. They're pretty awesome. You should check these people out. Yeah. And so I think in our first episode, we we talked about having those those people in the community that are those like silent heroes, right? The yeah. People who they they give and they give and they give and they give, but they kind of just like linger in the shadows. And it's you know they're that that huge silent supporter. And this platform is like we talked about is we are going to use this to put the spotlight on those people and say, hey, look, we know you you're not looking for that pat on the back, mm -hmm. but you deserve it for everything that you do. Yeah. Right. And to be a constant supporter, I've been doing this for almost seven years and to have this individual, you know, by my side every step of the way. Mm -hmm. Like we, we need to put like, you know, a couple more spotlights in the studio just so we can highlight this individual. Um, but it's it's absolutely <laughs> they can be taken so wrong they're gonna need four more spotlights yeah, i mean without further ado like let's bring this dude on um everyone knows this this individual as uh nico aka the greek freak greek He's freak the owner of two brothers restaurant and pub out in salem connecticut but not only that he is a professional beer chugger and a professional hugger so let's bring him on yeah uh, buddy let's go whoa <laughs> how you doing Ken? Come on, bud. Come on, sit down. Oh, yeah. Give me some man candy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, let me get my sweet, sexy, little skinny guy self over here. Dude, I'm totally stoked, and that was some really nice stuff that you guys said about me. Yeah, oh, it's all true. I was giggling in the back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we heard you. We heard you. <laughs> all right, so um, how was your holiday, buddy? Fantastic. Actually, uh, thanks to my wife, Annie. Um, it was her idea. We impromptu decided not to go to Kentucky and fly to Greece and surprise my dad for Christmas, which was super awesome. Super awesome. He was very excited. Had no clue. Yeah. Yeah. I have to say, like, I get exhausted just following you on Facebook. Oh, it's, it's exhausting. Like, I see your I see your antics in the restaurant, and then an hour later, you're out at some party with some funky hat on, and then turn around 20 minutes later, and you're like, yeah, 27 hours later, I'm in Greece. And I'm like, what the hell just happened? Like, what is, I'm like, no, I'm taking a nap. I'm, I'm done. I'm like a, just warp speed around the world, huh? Yeah, you, no. you, I, you lead by example, buddy. No. I gotta follow. No, no. <laughs> no. I live vicariously through you. It's like, why go to Greece when I can just look at all your Facebook posts, right? Oh, it sure wasn't adventure no I'm, I'm definitely gonna make it out there but yeah it's a lot better weather with air serbia that's all i gotta say <laughs> no bueno. no bueno. um all right so let's talk about uh you are the the owner of two brothers restaurant pub out in salem i am i'm one of the owners my brother alex and i Hence the uh, name Two Brothers. And my parents. Oh, uh, that makes so much sense now. Are you serious? You didn't realize No, that? I'm just, come on, man. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> yeah, I figured. You know, I did some research before we started the show. I actually went onto the website. There's a picture of him and his brother. Oh, uh, okay. So, you I know. I was making sure. Yeah. My brother's the brains of the operation. I'm just... No. No, you're, you're, I, I just make I just make the pies. Yeah, you're, you're the brains. I do I do have to say you are the brains because there is a lot that I've learned from you just by watching you run the restaurant. About the restaurant, about pizza in general. 
Oh my god, I can't even tell you how many pizzas I've eaten in that. Oh no, I have questions, don't worry. Like, oh my god, that meat lover's pizza. It's like, I walk in there and they're like, ah, Doug's here, put a large meat lover's in the oven. Yep, yep, we all did. Oh yeah, look, the dude who loves meats here. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, so I just want to like talk about the atmosphere of, of the restaurant real quick. Um, I think everyone can agree that when we go into, or especially for me when I go into another restaurant, like it has that restaurant vibe. Right. There's that expectation that you walk in, you sit down, you get served, you pay, and then you leave. And it's there's nothing wrong with that. That's like <laughs> checks, box, checks right? with charts. Get that feeling. <laughs> but I have to say that when I walk into your restaurant, it's I don't have that feeling. It's like I'm walking into say like my parents' house, or I'm walking into like a That's really awesome. good friend's house, and you're always greeted with a smile. Uh, we were just talking before the show that. You know, Sometimes. some of your staff, um, excellent, excellent staff that just greets you with like a smile, a hug, and they're, you know, there's that banter. But Thanks, man. I appreciate like, that. I they work really the hard. I love the culture that, that you have created within that restaurant. And if you're not there, like the one thing I also love is I'll sit down and there's three or four people sitting in the booths or up at the bar that I've met before. And, you know, we're having that conversation. It's like, oh, hey, how are you doing? Right. So it's <laughs> it's kind of like cheers, you know, like yeah, everyone, everyone knows your name. Everyone. One of my things is I just love connecting people. Yeah. You know, uh, we all have a story. We all come from somewhere. You know, and if you see someone, especially vets, you know, like try to connect those dots, uh, places you served or, you know, same boats or it could be anything. You know, uh, most people are cut from the same cloth. Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely that feeling of that camaraderie when you walk in. You I definitely that. get that feeling where it's like you can just sit down and, you know, you can sit next to a complete stranger ne at the bar and just order a drink. And by the time you're done paying your tab, it's like you're already friends on Facebook, you're lining up a day to come back and have another beer. And it's, you know, it's just an environment and a culture that you just don't see, you know, in a lot of places. Well, so, and, you know, and I love the pizza. I, I gotta I gotta say like, you know, personally, um, how many meat lover pizzas I've eaten. In that I know, place. I gotta look uh, to rename in that pizza. <laughs> exactly. It's a new menu. Yep. It's called the Doug. Oh, that'd be sick, called the Doug. Honestly, I mean, there's- Or the Dougie, there I'm you like, go. He doesn't even have to order, he just texts my waitstaff and it's done. Yeah, it's pretty bad when the waitstaff will actually message you and be like, hey, we have the uh, chicken and waffle sandwich, or we have the chicken and waffle pizza on special, and I'm just like, done, let's go. <laughs> and I'll text him. I'm like heading there now. <laughs> I can I can see two brothers doing the buddy check. Doug, we haven't heard from you in a week. Is everything okay? Well, <laughs> that happens. You're in luck because this week's pizza special is chicken and waffles. Are you serious? Yeah, man. I finally got oh, some uh, great waffles. Oh my god! Bam! <laughs> oh, man. It's All right. So so as as a a pizza professional, as well, we'll. we'll We'll describe it right now. I, I do have a few questions. Uh, what is, is Greek pizza? Yes, sir. What is what is the difference between Greek pizza and other pizzas? I'm asking for a friend. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think the only reason uh, difference is uh, it's pan pizza. It's a medium crust. I mean, I guess if you went to Pizza Hut, you'd get a pan pizza too, but their pans suck. Yep. Um, <laughs> pizza Hut's pants suck. Far superior pants. You're level one pants. I'd buy one. Yep. <laughs> and put some cheese and sauce on it. <laughs> yeah, it's always been difficult for me because, you know, um, one thing that I've, I've learned about Connecticut, like Connecticut people are obsessed with their pizza. 
it's yeah, like a it's, cult. Yeah, yeah, it's very, I think it's because we're in close proximity to New York. Yes. Um, but they'd be like, oh no, you got to go to this place. It has better this, it has better that. And like for me, just growing up in the backwoods of Maine, I'm like, pizza's pizza, man. Like it's, yeah. it's all the same. But I'm slowly learning that, that that's not the case. The, um, uh, I do like other pizzas too. I love Italian style and um, uh, brick oven. You know, people see me out and about in other pizza places mm-hmm. and they're like, Oh, what are you doing here? I'm like, I eat out too. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I like other people's food. <laughs> That's such a weird notion to think about, but it makes so much sense when you say it out loud. Like, oh, I, I guess, I guess so. Yeah. Um, okay. Two more questions. One. Whatever you want. Is it acceptable to eat pizza with a fork? I saw someone last night doing the same thing and asked him if they were French. And he goes, no, I'm so, Irish. What? So I will, I will comment on that, right? And <laughs> so there are times like I'll go into the restaurant and I am like just so hungry that I cannot wait, right? So when that pizza comes out and it hits the table, like immediately Which I'm I've drooling, seen. right? Yeah. And but a lot of times that that cheese is so hot, it's like molten lava. So I'm like, do I want to burn my mouth on this thing? But I don't want to wait. So I'm like, I'm stuck in a quandary at this point. Like, what do I do? Yes, at that point, when the cheese is like molten lava, it is acceptable, but it's only for a half a slice. That's it. Anything more, you're done. Like I, th- I think at the end of the day, it's your pizza. Home. You should eat it the way you want it. That's true. Yeah. Do you get pissed off when you see people like not eat the crust? Because personally, the crust is my favorite part of the pizza. Ooh, that crust is hard to master, though. That's um, the thing. Like, if you got a good crust at the end, because like when people are like, oh, I'm going to order pizza and breadsticks, I'm like, you stupid shit. You have breadsticks on the end of your pizza. <laughs> like, true, we're like, wasting <laughs> your money. Just eat more pizza. I do have you a know? customer that eats most of the pizza, but saves the crust for his dog, which is mad respect to me. I'm like, that's cool. I mean, you're going to feed your dog anything. I'm going to feed some two brothers pizza. I do have to do have to say my two know when I come home with your pizza. <laughs> they <laughs> know. They'll sit there and they're like, <laughs> they're looking at me like, you give us the crust sometimes. Like, why aren't you giving me the crust right now? And my my massive lab, like as soon as he smells it, it's just like the spit bubbles just start forming and he starts drooling. <laughs> like, dude, you need to go outside, bro. <laughs> I would like to add that I despise square pizzas, like uh, cut in oh. squares, because you are not getting a piece of the crust. You're getting jibbed out. Yeah. yeah. Whenever yeah. we get a, like a square pizza from right. anywhere, uh, the first place I'm going is the corners, man. Because right? yeah. I get more crust. Yeah. Lots of crust. Yeah. That much. A little pizza. Yeah. There's a place in town and they have really great sandwiches and, and we'll go there like sometimes our schedules get really, really busy and one night I made the mistake of ordering their pizza. Mm. And I was craving pizza and I, I didn't have the time to drive you know, the 35, 40 minutes out to your restaurant and I was just like, you know what? Just give me a pizza. We'll call it. We'll call it a night. And I open up the box and I'm like, "What? What is this? It's a paper like, plate with a pepperoni on it. Ruined this. Yeah. Pizza. You cut it a round pizza in a square. It's like, what are you doing? You think this is big enough? This is a pizza for ants. <laughs> you know, I'm getting more pizzas. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm very, very particular about what. I have a question. Okay. What do you got, Nick? Yes. Question from the producer, folks. Yeah. As a business owner, a restaurant owner. If you saw somebody walking around grabbing pickles that were left over. Oh yeah. Okay. So oh. let's say let's say let's say a random person comes into the restaurant, okay? Doug. And you yeah, yeah. Well so Doug. we're just gonna call him Doug. Not that Doug, but a different Doug. Just a Doug. Just a Doug. <laughs> um and he finishes his meal, but he, he looks around and he notices that certain individuals who receive a spear pickle with their meal are not eating their pickles. So he 
takes it upon himself to go up and ensure that that food is not wasted and starts eating random sp I'm not spear pickles. Eat it randomly. I'm just yeah. ask him: Is it socially acceptable to go up to someone and say, "Hey, are you going to eat that pickle?" Like. Follow-up question, will you make a pickle pizza? Oh, actually, oh. actually, I would love to experiment with a pickle pizza. Let's do we, it. We sh you guys should come up with something. Pickles come and peppertinis. Come down to the restaurant, and let's make a few Game different changer. ones. Game changer. And try it out. Let's Hell yeah. The winner is. And then we could call it... Pickle time? We can call it the cover down. The cover down. Oh. oh, dude, that could be a cool thing, man. I'm in. <sighs> let's do it. Pickles oh. and peppertinis. Pickles and peppertinis, man. <laughs> Walking up to a total stranger and... Asking uh, them for the pickle? Liberating their pickles. <laughs> liberating. <laughs> It's totally acceptable. <laughs> that is awesome. Ma'am, does your pickle need freedom? Yeah. I'm here to supply. <laughs> we save pickles. <laughs> We're American. <laughs> oh, my God. We're going to have the name as, like, the Pickle Liberators. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you got my vote. <laughs> let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah, I oh think. My let's God. go back to the pizza. Now I want pizza. Um, yeah, so, like. I think that would be great. A great combination. Uh, I think pickles and pepperoni. Would you do spicy pickles? No, because you'd you already have got to do, spice. I the would pepperoni. do like a sweet pickle because uh, the pepperoni will counteract. That's the a little. See, I'm not a fan of sweet pickles. I like I like dill. Or bread pickles are dill. cool. Let's, try try bread pickles, maybe. I think uh, we, I should get a few different pickles. I think you should guys come down one night and uh, we experiment with a few different sauces and some different formats and see what Let's works. Get some, get some monster yeah, energy pickles. Episode, <laughs> Maybe you can have some of your amazing viewers uh, chime in and uh, <gasps> think what they think. What, you know? what if we do pepperoncinis and pickles, but we take the pepperoncinis and the pickles out of the jars and we soak them in vodka. So it's like a olive, penny olive vodka. I do that because a lot of times I'll order like two pizzas and then that's my lunch for work. So I can't be bringing the alcohol burns to out. Work. The alcohol, alcohol burned out of it. Knowing you, you'll probably drink the, the juice afterwards. <laughs> Pepperoni and pickle vodka. Oh my Ooh, God. You, that actually you, sounds good. You drank that. Or banana peppers. Banana peppers. That'd be a nice shot to take. Banana peppers and pickles. Oh, speaking of which, I was on your website and I saw that you guys you guys have this this interesting mug system. Yeah, the, yeah. The can you explain mug. that? That's new to me. I've never seen that before. Uh, I mean, oh my god, I think it's on year twelve or fourteen, one or two. That was, it's good. obviously working. Um, <laughs> yeah. That or you're just really, really consistent about it. This year it's uh, eighty five dollars. It's for the year. It's a twenty ounce mug, so you get more beer for less mm. initially. When you sign up, you get a free beer. You get a free beer on your birthday. If you're friends with Nick, you get free beers all the time. <laughs> Word. Uh, Can confirm. And uh, it's just, it's a nice little social Six platform. Beer. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of people that have come in and uh, become mug club members and become friends. Or So if I, if, I, if I come and buy a mug, is it like anytime I show up, I'm like, hey, hit me, daddy. And you just, uh, you there's a wait one? list, but uh, oh, okay. because of your stature. I think you have a damn good chance of getting in real quick. Ah, nice. Cool. Um, <laughs> it pays to know people. So do we, do we go to the restaurant and we just pay you at the restaurant for, for that mug? Or how yep. does that work? Yep. Pay me at the... I put you on the list. You can decorate your mug as you see fit, fit as long as it's not pornographic or... Um, um, what is it? Um, help me out. Um, Overly offensive. Yeah. Bingo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but Derog derogatory in any manner. There are some cool stickers out there that hide uh, that, but say the truth. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm all for it. All right. Cool. That's awesome. I think I'm going to have to make a trip out there and. Uh and get me a mug. Get some cover down mugs yeah, out there. Yeah. Drink your sour's desire. Oh my mm -hmm. god, you have ruined me for sour. Right but yeah, no, I was I was I was looking online and, and I went on to Google. Uh I mean 600 reviews. 
it's a pretty high star average for you guys. So Zoom, Zoom pretty good. But I was looking at the pictures and I was like, yeah, this, this pizza is nec- some next level shit out here. So like, I was looking at it and I was like, I don't know. <laughs> it looks pretty damn good. My, uh, my parents uh, definitely have uh, worked their ass off and uh, they always had a simple recipe, you know, for life. You know, they work hard, be respectful try to give out the best product you can we've we've taken those stepping stones and built that platform on it so because of them we're here the shows good man the only thing about that food it's consistent always you have to be consistent in the restaurant actually never the our motto is like would you eat that Mm -hmm. if you're gonna plate it and it doesn't taste good doesn't look good why would you put it out for somebody else to eat Uh, i'd just rather tell you the truth if something happened, I'll make good, make something else for you. Whatever the case might be, don't serve crap. Don't mm. do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, and it's not crap. I'm going to tell you right now. I've eaten a lot of food in that place. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. A lot that. of food. Um, all right, so how long have you owned the restaurant? Uh, I believe it now it's 22 years, this oh, location. Lord. Wow. Um, we've been uh, doing this for quite a while. We came from uh, Greece and... Uh, uh, September 11th, 1976. So it's a very bittersweet moment, a day wow. for me. It's good. Wait, wait, that. wait. So you, you came from Greece. Yeah. In 1976. Yeah. So that means that you were here for the horrid 90s of watching people eat pizza backwards with stuffed crust. How'd you feel about that coming from Greece being like, what the hell are these friggin' Yanks doing? I didn't. I, this, was, uh, I, was, I, was, I ate stuffed pizza. I'm like, if it had cheese and pepperoni, I was your man. Yeah. There you go. Um, you know, there's innovative ideas out there. I think people should try and try something new, or try something old with a new twist. Oh, well, there you go. You know, change change it up a little bit. Life's boring sometimes. I'm a big fan of margarita pizza. I'm also a big fan of margaritas. <laughs> so talking right. They don't have to be together. <laughs> I will have them. <laughs> I prefer them together. <laughs> well, you come down. I'll treat you for your birthday. Yeah. So wow. You said what do you say? Twenty two years. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. In this uh, in that location. In that location. Yeah. Wow. Had several restaurants and a bar, liquor store, on the hospitality, food, and beverage industry <laughs> along the way. Jeez. So yeah. So so tell us tell us about tell us about your journey, man. Tell tell us about coming from you know uh, from the homeland. To the new. I was I was young. I was five. My brother was three. Um, I, both my parents have a sixth grade education. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. Oh, me they, too. All right. My uncle brought us here for uh, a better opportunity. Something, uh, the American dream. Really, truly, people. I hear it all the time. I'm like, oh, America, this, America, that. I'm like, you have no idea what you're talking about. You had the luxury of actually being born here. You mm. speak English and. You have opportunities that most people in the world do not, mm. or nor will they. So we came here. My parents worked very, very hard. We grew up in the restaurant business. I remember one year, I was probably about 12, we got invited to the neighbor's house for a dinner, a real sit-down American dinner. Mm. I was shocked. I looked at my brother. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> and I went home that night, and I was like, Mom, we sat together, all together and had dinner. This was amazing. She goes, yeah, good luck with all that. Nick. <laughs> I'm like, we eat at the restaurant. It was amazing, you know, but it's small little things that you take for granted that you really, you miss out. Yeah, it lends you some perspective. Oh, huge, right? man. Uh, 
this country has uh, really given us uh, a huge opportunity. I, I, you cut me open, red, white, and blue flows right out. Nice. Um, so when people like trash this country, I take a big offense to that. Mm. Um, it's, uh, it's no bueno me. Yeah, I had the, I had the, the, the privilege of uh, spending Christmas with two Cuban immigrants. I'm sorry, three Cuban immigrants. That's awesome. Um, and man, they were just blown away. To see like a 15-foot-long table full of food, they, they, yeah. they had never seen that much food in their entire lives. They were grown men, yeah. all right? And exactly. they were just blown away. And, you know, they wanted to help clean any dish that you asked, you know, didn't, didn't want to sit there. They, they were, and they were very thankful I felt so, so privileged just to be there. And I made sure to show my kids, you know, my oldest being 13 and my youngest being seven. I was like, pay attention to this. Remember what you have, you know, because the one thing about about us, all right, where we've we've traveled around the world and you, all right, coming from outside of the United States originally is that we have some perspective. All right. We we know what we got here and how awesome it is and to not take it for granted. You've had that. you know, opportunity to see outside of the United States, mm-hmm. especially being veterans and being in the military and traveling abroad. Mm-hmm. Like, it does put things in perspective. It really does. It gives you uh, um, a humble experience. Yeah. yeah. I just want to say, too, like, I just noticed, like, you, you talked about that experience where, you know, you went to the friend's house and you sat down and you had a meal together. And that was kind of, like, life-changing for you, right? Like, you saw a different perspective of something. You saw, yeah. well, like what the meaning of a meal with a family was. Mm-hmm. One thing that you can definitely notice in the restaurant is you sit with a lot of your customers. Like every time I go in there, you're always like scooting into the booth. You're kind of like scooting up next to the table. You're kind of eating with them at the bar. <laughs> it's like every single customer that comes in, you're taking, whether it's three minutes or 10 minutes, like you're literally sitting down with each of them and you're talking with them. So I, I think it's really awesome that you take that memory and whether you realized it or not, it's like you just harbored it. And then you just project that into the restaurant where it's people important. get that family feel. It's important because I've seen kids that, you know, have gone from, you know, five, seven, ten, and now they're graduating uh, college or they uh, have professional jobs and they come back. You've seen these kids grow and it's yep. it's phenomenal. That's cool because in, instead of feeling like you're going to a restaurant, you feel like you're just going over to Nico's house and he's going to cook you some yeah, food. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's what it is. Over. That's pretty right? much what it is. I like that. That sounds great, man. I got to get out there. <laughs> yeah. So you met, you talked about like us being in, in the uh, military and being veterans, and whether people realize it or not, you're a veteran yourself. I am. Okay, so yeah. let's talk about yeah. that for, for yeah. a hot minute. All right. Uh, it's a very short time in my life. No. Um, <laughs> but it's a very so, interesting story. Though. Yeah. Growing up here, I always wanted to join the, uh, the U.S. military, mm-hmm. but because I had an eye disability, uh, they wouldn't take me here. Um, that's really the short version of it. Uh, I don't want to bore anybody to death about it. Um, so I was, I was devastated. I was, uh, that's all I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So taking that away, I, t- I turned to my dad. I'm like, can you help me get into the Greek army? Cause they'll take anybody. Uh, <laughs> Note to self. He, he said, Nick, it's not what you think. And he was right. Uh, mm. but I'm 19 years old full of piss and vinegar I'm like I'm ready to go so he helped me during doing the journey in the process uh, September 6th of 1990 I uh, went to boot camp in Greece um, and he was right it wasn't what I thought I thought because I knew Greek 
and I could speak Greek, that I, I was all that. Yeah, I was uh, brought down to a very low level. <laughs> you were humbled real quick. <laughs> um, I was, uh, after boot camp, I went to mechanized infantry. Uh, and then Greece, they, depending on where uh, you are written, like I was written in my dad's village, so my paperwork is there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, different sections of Greece, they prioritize to what um, branch you're going to go into. So that region, I was uh, army. Really? So you're, yeah. you're telling me, first off, for those, for those who are watching, one, yeah. right, there, there, <laughs> <laughs> there, there's a specific word that you use there. You said village, which I always love hearing that. Yeah. Just because that, that's such a stark contrast to what we're used to here in the States, because it's like, oh, yeah, it's the town over there. It's like a village, all right? Yeah, so it's small. Really like, yeah, under 600. Yeah, that's, that's um, small. But you're, yeah. So you're saying like that, that depending on where you lived would determine where, yeah. which branch of service you would Correct. be enlisted into? Yep. Wow. And so I was uh, sent uh, mechanized infantry. Um, I would have been the Coast Guard if that was the case for us. Like, oh, my God, you rode around in tanks and armor all day? I'm like, no, I was that poor schlep running next to it no uh, with all the heavy crap <laughs> mechanized they, infantry that sounds awesome where's the yeah. robots i'm like you know like you watch band of brothers and they're setting up machine gun uh and foxhole outposts around the tanks to protect them yeah that's what i did i dug a lot of holes you're just walking around sandbags with like, a shovel just yeah. <laughs> he, he traded his weapon for a what was it a tool yeah <laughs> like, so, but it was one of the best experiences of my life. I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. Yeah. It taught me a lot about myself and who I am today. Um, uh, it, it was a great experience. I met some really cool people, and also I met some really bad people. Yeah, and, uh, it happens sometimes, but, right? Yeah. You know, you take a young person, and you pretty much dissect them, and you bring them down to a, a low level, and then you rebuild them to who they are today. That's nice to know that that is a universal Yeah. Um, uh, method yeah, for yeah, <laughs> but it's true though, right? Yeah. Well, they, they break us down to just the bare bones, right? And they build us in the image of what yeah. the service requires. Yep. And now they and, can only uh, put us back to the way that we were, we were beforehand. If it wasn't for those experiences, you know, I well, no, man, maybe I'd be boring. No, I don't think so. <laughs> so how, how long how long was your service uh so being out of the country for because all right let me back up a little bit um greece has a uh, draft automatic draft mm-hmm. but because um we're broken up into classes so mine was 208 mm-hmm. i could have actually paid for an honorable discharge but I, that's not what i wanted mm-hmm. so i chose to go and being that i volunteered was unheard of mm-hmm. i'm less than one percent that ever does that so, so they, they could conscript people, yes. right? And then you have the op, the option to basically opt out of it, like to yeah, certain classes you can, mm-hmm. like uh, like my brothers, uh, he he wasn't ever going to go back to Greece, so uh, mm-hmm. we paid for his honorable discharge. Uh, it was cheap; it was fifteen hundred dollars. Wow! I'm like. Personally, I wanted to go. I told them that I would go for him. I'm not going to lie. I really would like that option here for some of the people that I serve with. Like, you did $1,500 and you can just leave us the hell alone. That would be awesome. Yeah. Uh, there are there is the deserving to leave. Yeah. Um, but because their um, system is so ass backwards, mm-hmm. I only served seven months. Wow. So if I wanted to stay longer, I would have to get my honorable discharge, wait six months, re-enlist, and serve uh, every three or four years. And I looked at the uh, recruiter, I'm like, that's totally asinine. 
I'm like, why would you waste that money and time and resources to, so I can go through the same process all over yeah. again? You have me now. Wow. Yeah. So That's odd. Needless to say, so when they found out that I have a cooking background, they mm-hmm. stuck me in the kitchens. <laughs> so I purposely... Never, never let them know you can do something good because you're going to yeah. do it all the time. Yeah. Uh, stay in the back of the line. Uh, so I uh, purposely failed so they can send me back to infantry <laughs> later on i wish i respect I never, that never did that because <laughs> it got brutally cold <laughs> but it was it was a great experience i met some great people and uh i still keep in touch with two of my uh, li- uh their lifelong friends yeah. we serve together um yeah yeah see, there's in a Seth, i know you can agree with this statement like there, there's a certain level of, of pride like when you serve your country right? yeah like there's that I think it's like less than 1% or 2% of the population joins the military. Yep, so yep. being part of that. R- roughly roughly 1%. Yep. Yeah, I don't want to call it elite, but being part of this like collective family. Right? Yeah, say, have you seen me? Do I look elite to you? <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, man. <laughs> uh, but there's that, that certain level of pride that one has for serving their country, right? And, <laughs> and I take a lot of pride in the fact that, yeah, I served in the army and then you know, I did my time and all that stuff. And I take pride in the fact that I'm a veteran, but then there's like, there's like Uber pride, I guess you can call it to mm-hmm. be able to sit there and come from like, a different country, Uber pride, come to America and just be like, I want to serve in my country's military. Mm-hmm. Right. I want to go back to my country and, and serve that, that country itself. So yeah. That's just, that's like next level, you know, pride. In your I mean, you really want, you really wanted to serve. I, yeah, that's commendable, I, that's, man. That's, that's like huge. that, uh, that sense a of service. Of yeah. And, you know, integrity and all Serve that the stuff. country that gave us everything. Yeah. Uh, what's more than that? That's. Uh, I would have cleaned garbages. Yeah. And so does, and so does everybody uh, serve there? Is it, is it, a, is it a mandatory service? Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah. So that, you know, there's that too, right? I mean, here in America, it's an entirely voluntary service. It's mm-hmm. funny. I all used right. to get paid, um, 980 drachmas in which was like three dollars and thirty cents drachmas the coolest name for a currency <laughs> drachmas oh, wait, i can buy a cheap pack of smokes <laughs> nice <laughs> i'll give you four drachmas for that <laughs> oh, one, <I> <laughs> this is some game of thrones oh, shit <laughs> one of the like things the one thing that was actually really cool on saturdays and sundays for lunch and dinner mm. uh, with your meals you got beer a lot of people really? beer. So I had cases of beers. It was amazing. Nothing has changed. No. <laughs> I mean, kind of nice. You come walking in the door and you have a case of beer yep. you know, with you and you're like, hey. Okay. Oh, thanks, you thanks by the way. Yeah. <laughs> um, I felt better about drinking at 10 o'clock in the morning because it had orange juice in it. One of my experiences, I was on the island of Lesbos, which is pretty much like lesbians. Yeah. Uh, I think it's the official yeah. term, right? <laughs> but uh, I was trained in uh, putting in and taking out landmines. Uh, and the whole format is everything is U.S. military. Mm-hmm. So all the schematics, U.S. military. So the instructor's out there trying to explain it in his broken English. And I'm giggling in the back. And he goes, alabras. He goes, what's so funny? I'm like, yeah, well, you missed a step. He goes, do you know this? I'm like, actually, I do. I'm like, uh, he goes, well, why don't you teach the class? So I did. Nah. Uh, um, Nailed it. And being able to speak Greek and translate, mm-hmm. I did a damn good job. Nice. And uh, that's, that's how awesome. I got promoted to corporal. Yeah, that's a very that's a very rare thing. I've noticed that I had I had one guy, my buddy Alan, on my first deployment who spoke fluent French, and it's because his father was in the French army and he had dual citizenship. He actually spent uh, 
most of his school years going to, to French school and with summer in the United States. So awesome. then he joined the service. Um, the submarines, when we ported in Toulon, France, he was topside yelling at all the line handlers, telling them to put things away <laughs> and stuff. But you know what, though? That was, it was such an awesome experience to have somebody who spoke the, the country's language so fluently that they couldn't distinguish him as American. Yep. They thought he that's, was French. That's huge. And so we would go to the most, like, remote places and really see the country for what it is like when people come to america they're like we're gonna go to new york i'm like that's not all of the united states guys like that's <laughs> yeah. just there, you know, most people it. in the united states don't want to go there <laughs> like, true. Like, so, true. so to be able to go you know out in the remote areas and really kind of see what the culture is like is super cool so it's it's not a very common thing to have people in the service that actually know how to speak fluent languages no, outside no. of what their so, job is yeah <laughs> uh, i went to puerto rico and, and did the did the uh iw wow. hike with mario uh, oh, yes, for the first for the first hike and i tried that right mm -hmm. like i wanted to be respectful to to that area and i tried speaking the language and it was like i think i bought something at a store and i just rattled something off in spanish and then someone looks at me and they're like you just told him to have a good bathroom <laughs> or have a good toilet and i was just like all right well you know i mean that's not it's not bad i wish when i went in there to, you know, to give like, the thunder hey, bucket its greatest yeah. challenge someone would wish me luck they go everything comes out smoothly right that's it which was awesome because these guys facetimed me right before the hike oh started. my god no we were mid-hike and we facetimed oh, him oh, and guess where he was um, in the toilet nice <laughs> yeah i was very happy to receive that facetime all right shirtless, thunder bucket shirtless and we're sitting there like and that just, just got the got the meat sweats <laughs> Love you just in there. yeah so with with you being a Greek veteran and you and you being uh, here in America and whatnot, you could basically appreciate like the veterans of America and stuff. Is this why you're so heavily involved in the veteran community? Or I, uh, I've had a lot of uh, I've had a lot of friends that uh, I grew up with, childhood friends that uh, joined the military, served proudly. Uh, some are retired. Um, Having that, I've always appreciated the military, not just the military, but the veterans and the camaraderie, mm -hmm. you know, that brotherhood uh, means a lot to me. So, um, you know, being able to serve, I wanted to follow in their footsteps, too, because I want to do I want to be proud of something. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> and myself and uh, having that brotherhood, whether you served in Greece or France or England or whatever, we all have a common bond. We have. Uh, yeah. And uh, different uniform, same fight, right? Yep. It's, it's Unless you're saying. from some other countries, <laughs> then forget you. <laughs> um, we won't name names, but, but you know who you are. <laughs> but uh, you know, uh, I've had a lot of momentums, like friends that I've been deployed two, three, four times. I always keep like something keepsake of them mm -hmm. until they came home. I would give it back, or they it hangs in the restaurant. Uh, there's little mementos like that that you know we really we have to take care of each other that's the biggest part is like uh, it's not just one person's fight yeah you know and I love uh, veterans uh, and that's a loose term but there's people that don't deserve it um, <laughs> but you try to help where your help is needed you know mm -hmm. and it's really one percent like do, do the best if you if you find a veteran that needs a hand help them yeah yeah Sometimes a cup of coffee or a simple conversation can be a huge outcome. Mm -hmm. and yeah, exactly. 
Exactly. So with you being heavily involved in the veteran community, and I mean heavily involved, I really don't think people understand the magnitude of your involvement when it comes to the veteran community. And I can speak on behalf of that because personally I see it, right? Like I get to see behind the curtains and, you know, and we talk a lot about that, but more specifically, I just want to ask, and and this is just for the organization and and our platforms, like what does it mean to you to be involved with the guardians? Because you've we've always had your support right from day one it was just like what can i do to help and like every single time we talk it's like i love your mission i love what you do but is there more to that uh i have some pretty close friends uh you know heartfelt friends that are purple heart recipients and uh uh a lot of them have been forgotten through time Mm -hmm. Uh, i'd like to keep that actively going because no one should ever be forgotten you know you get a purple heart it means not that not everybody else doesn't deserve it, but when you get a Purple Heart, it, you've been through hell, and you've uh, exposed yourself to some pretty evil shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it pains me. So my wife, and actually I finally have come to terms with it. Apparently I'm an empath. So when Oh, yeah, I could definitely agree with that. Somebody <laughs> tells me their story, I feel it like... Mm-hmm. down to my very core of my soul and it pains me mm-hmm. and I want to be able to make a difference and maybe help somebody even if it's literally a cup of coffee yeah. or you know breaking bread yeah it's the, it's the nicest selfish reason in the world you know when it makes me feel amazing when I can make you you know be happy yeah. and feel awesome I think it's, so, a, it's a wonderful thing it really is smile on their face and every Purple Heart recipient uh Better than you guys have worked with. Their stories are just like crazy. Damn onions, man! Wow, I, I fucking cry. Yeah, if that's it's it's I tough. I swear that I, <laughs> I can't hold it back. It's just like, and to be able for them to sit up there and tell the story to a bunch of strangers, mm-hmm. you gotta you gotta feel for that. Yeah, um, yeah. So and I love what you guys do. You know. Yeah. You don't just help them. You help with families, too. There's a... They feel that impact well as well, you know? And it comes around, man. You change their life. Yeah. Even, you know, like the last uh, recipient, uh, Miko? Miko. 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 Mm -hmm. Yeah. Jason, but his name Miko. Holy cow. What he went through is just... uh, I couldn't imagine losing your uh, closest friend right there in front of you. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, and the, it's and the, I don't want to say weird, but what was very shocking to me is when I was talking to him and I was getting his story, um, and he was telling it to me, he was laughing the entire way through it, and he was like, and the the what and legit word for word, he said, what really pissed me off is after you know um, the the vehicle born improv- improvised explosive device went off, and he's like, and I was thrown against the concrete barrier. He's like, after I kind of woke up and came to he was just like i was pissed and i was like am i dead am i really dead oh this is really gonna ruin my day and i'm like are you kidding me like <laughs> you know but in the in those in those moments you know i was talking about to my wife about this the other day it's so interesting that in those moments because i've had a few in my life it, what people consider important yeah and i tell you what it's never it's never the things you're ever going to really yeah. think about it's always going to be the you know Oh, what's who's gonna take care of my dog? Yeah, you know, it, you know, or yeah. oh man, I'm gonna miss doing this, yeah. you know, or yeah, or so, it's, it's something like that. 
Right? It's the things that really actually have an impact on your life. And yep. it puts a lot of stuff in perspective. And I think too, what a lot of people, and you mentioned it too, is like where you change the family's life is when we help, you know, the Purple Heart recipient, uh, you have a direct link to like relieving a lot of stress off of their shoulders. But what I think a lot of people don't see and focus on is when we do the reveal of like what we're doing to help them and what we've paid off or what we do is not only looking at the recipient itself, but watching the family Mm -hmm. because then the family has this realization like, Oh, they're now Mm stress-free, right? Like we don't have to worry about this. And then having (coughs) uh, our last recipient, you know, I had his two kids there and stuff and watching the two kids kind of like realize that dad's not stressing now. Like now I don't have to worry about. I mean, there's, there's also the fact that, you know, the kids get to see really how important their dad is not only that to to the, the to our country too. and to the community it's right. it's yeah, like it's, dad it's might have shared this story with you at one point in time but i don't think you you know at your age have fully yep. grasped the the level of sacrifice it's, and how important and, it is and their, and their significant others like mm-hmm. that you really don't know the magnitude until you hear a story like that mm-hmm. and then it clicks and you're like oh my god i get it yep yeah yep and i'm sure i'm sure they walk away with a very high level of pride for their loved one being like oh yeah this is a big deal and they did sacrifice a lot you guys do changes everything Mm -hmm. and for better tomorrow it's very proactive Mm -hmm. and it's not one day or one week it's a magnitudes for years to come yeah yeah i still get messages from our recipients significant others and you know moms and dads and you know stuff like that whether it's like hey you know so-and-so is doing great you know because of you guys you know we were able to do this, mm-hmm. you know, and our last recipient, like they've had this dream of moving to moving to Maine yeah. mm-hmm. and because of their situation, like they were, they were held here. Uh, but because we stepped in and we helped and we had the support, you know, of Nico and all that stuff, mm-hmm. we were actually able to help them achieve that dream and achieve that goal. And to be able to talk to the recipient before we help and then talk to the recipient now and their family, yeah. there's a huge shift in dynamics. There's a huge shift in like the tone of their voice, their delivery, their, you know, the way they talk and speak and act and the pictures that come through. It's just, it's absolutely amazing. Yeah, it's guardian family, man. And I always say like, you know, we might be out there pounding the pavement. We might be out there putting in the work and pull, pulling the events and, and doing the long hours. But it's people like you who make that happen, right? It's it's people like you who constantly give to the organization. And it, it's not like, what do I get in return? It's here, take this, take this, take this. Mm-hmm. And because of that, we're able to take this huge ball of stress and worry off of somebody's shoulders. And like I said in my last speech at the dinner, we would not be successful. We would not be who we are if it wasn't for, you know, the huge support of the community and, you know, huge support from you, buddy. So we, we owe a lot of our success yeah. to you. We don't, we may not do like, like we talked about in a previous episode war, we're more qual- our quality instead of quantity. But the one thing that we try to do is do one thing and do that one thing very well. Exactly. That's all you that know. matters. Yep. Um, exactly. You know, all the volunteers that have come and gone in your organization, everybody has put, you know, their love and passion and their two cents into it. Um, you know, and it's led to this point and from mm-hmm. here it's only, uh, only up, you know, um, just keep doing what you're doing and, uh, and oh, the there's no us, stopping us. There's the, no stopping the rest no. Of us. Gonna fall. We're just, we're all happy to be part of the journey. Right. You know, it, it's, it, it's folks like yourself 
that make this possible um, to do the thing that we talk about constantly, and that is to create something that outlives all of us, yep. that keeps going yes, exactly. long after we're yep. gone. And I think if we continue down this path, if we continue to meet and develop positive relationships with people like yourself and other organizations, that that is a very, very obtainable thing. I, uh, so. I just want to add that I'm also a proud member of the Guardians of Purple Heart Riders. So uh, hell yeah, a, brother! Yeah, that that <laughs> leads into a, like that's a lot so, of fun. So, <laughs> so let's come off of the heavy stuff for you know for a hot minute. But like when you're not slinging pizzas and you're not like you know. Uh, doing everything that you can for the community rucking for another cause or mm. you know hopping on another uh, airplane to to greece um <laughs> we're, we're not kicking it back in lesbos it's like where's nico? it's like where's nico one of three places he's rucking he's slinging pizzas or he's in greece right like pick one um <laughs> it's, it's very james bondish yeah uh, what do you what do you do for that um for fun, like, what do you do to kind of like recenter yourself so you can come back at it, say Monday morning, and hit the ground running at 400 miles an hour? Uh, when the weather's nice, uh, I love to ride my Harley. Hell yeah! And, uh, that's, uh, <laughs> nice. That's, love that. That uh, it's freeing, man. It's free. You know what? Even if it's up and down the driveway, there's a big shit and eating grin on my face. <laughs> do you, you know what? So. Like there, there's two things that I've ever done in my life where I actually had like this feeling of bliss while I was doing it. The very first one when I was 15 years old and I started snowboarding, right? Because you're out there, you're in the wilderness, you're in yeah. fresh air, you're gliding across the snow down yeah. this mountain. You, you feel very one with nature. It's yeah. very, very hippy dippy shit, right? But the other one was when the first time I got on the road with a motorcycle, there's no better feeling. Yeah. There is no better feeling than cruising down the road yep. and my American flag on the back of the bike, my stereo <laughs> cranked up to Leonard Skinner radio yep. and just getting it. And man, you want to feel like a badass for a moment. You want to feel awesome and Absolutely. free. That's, that's yeah. the moment right there, man. That's yeah. what riding's about. Customers ask me, they're like, well, what's it like? I'm like, one word. It's freedom. Oh, Absolutely. It it's the only word. You never know. And maybe you'll come close with a Jeep with the top open, right, Kevin? <laughs> hey, man, Jeep fam. Yeah. Got to get it, man. Totally uh, understand. Did, did, does he got that peg outside the door like he puts his... his oh, oh, yeah, the rest peg? <laughs> yeah, yeah we got to get some of those. Uh, uh, Jeep is totally badass and it's called Orange Crush. Nice. Oh, sweet. We'll have to get some pictures of that uh, and post it up it on our, awesome. our podcast. Oh, my wife's... Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, do you do the... Do you do the, do you do the, do you do the Jeep wave whenever you... Right by somebody. Yeah, you gotta do the wave. I get pissed off when people don't do the wave. I'm like, you obviously don't know. My wife's like, come on, you didn't do it. Do the wave. I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah, that that's odd. Yeah, I love. I can definitely attest to that. You know. Uh, riding the motorcycle and you actually helped me um when when i first started you know riding and whatnot and it's you know every time it's like hey let's go for a ride like i'm down let's go let's well, do it when you see somebody and, that has such a passion and uh you know needs a little helping hand in the right direction oh, you so you, you showed doug how to ride you gave him the uh, pointers nope. showed him the ropes or I just, you know, helped him get his first bike, and yep. uh, I rode it for him to his house. Yeah, yeah. you know what though? <laughs> you know what though? <laughs> yeah, Nick did the same thing for me. You know, My brother so. did it for me. Yeah, yeah. Like, I had no idea what I was doing. Might have laid it down at one point in time, but uh, that was 
yeah. bit of my riding definitely coach the best, over there. Definitely the best decision I ever made. I get low-key depressed, like, when the weather turns to crap and I can't ride. Mm-hmm. But, like, I'll, and I was just talking to uh, our buddy Bill last night, Bataluka. Yeah. Uh, I was talking to him last night, and I was like, yeah, every time I walk past, you know, the motorcycle every day, I'm just like, one more day, baby girl. We're, we're one day closer to the nicer weather. And, then, and my girlfriend's sitting there looking no. at me she's like, you're so dumb. <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah. Well, she understands, but it's just like, okay. you know, that I, I just sit there and I talk to it like it has mm-hmm. feelings or whatever. I'll cover it up. And I'm like, all right, let's, it's not night time. Like, let's go, let's go not night. And she's like, will you stop? <laughs> <laughs> There's lip print kisses all over it. Uh, as there should be. As there should be. I still have a riding jacket that. The Nick got me when I when I did have my bike. I probably don't fit in anymore, but I refuse to get rid of it because if yeah, I ever lose some weight, yeah. yeah, that's what I say too. Yeah, if I ever lose some weight, you never know. But yeah. can't wait, can't wait until this thing gets to get slung on again no, you know, know, for the right. summer and and get to ride. Um, yeah, so I mean that's awesome, dude. I just have to say on behalf of not only uh, the community but on behalf of the organization, and I think I speak for everybody else when I say this is we cannot thank you enough for for being who you are, and we cannot thank you enough for always being in our corner no matter what the fight is. And thank you know you. I have to say I'm I don't want to say it's a, a selfish thought, but when someone will ask us, they're like, what if you can't solve the problem? Like, what if you get a Purple Heart recipient and you can't solve, you know, what they need help with? And I turn around and I just challenge accepted. I'm like, that, that's not going to happen. I don't know what that means. I'm like, that because means. you don't yeah. understand the level of support that this organization has with the community. And it's like, if I don't know where to go, I'm immediately coming to you. Because if I don't have that contact, and, and you know I have a lot of contacts in the community, but Huge. <laughs> um, if Huge. I don't have that contact, I'm immediately coming to you. And well, between I'm, you and I, it's I'm like honored. we can solve all these problems. Yep. And if it wasn't for for you and the restaurant and who you are as a person and your your values, your morals, your your integrity, everything, mm-hmm. it's this organization wouldn't be at the level that it's at. Oh, man. It does. It's, you gotta, I appreciate guys, but, you know. No, I'm so serious. Many, <laughs> like, you know, I know, though. Yeah, you're, you're, you're right, like, though. You're right. When you're you right. do this for so long yeah. and you work with the same person over and over and over, like, you, you get to see that behind the curtains thing, yeah. right? So you see the level of effort that's put into it. Um, so it's, yeah, I'm like, going on seven years now and mm-hmm. not a day that goes by that we don't have the support. It's the bedrock so, of what we do, right? Yeah. I've also seen behind the curtains of what you guys do and, uh, all the volunteers that put in hard, hard work to make this organization uh, amazing. So, you know, I have a nice insight of all the logistical nightmares that you have to go through. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And when you're not involved with us, like I just want to bring light to real quick to the fact of like, when you're not involved with us, you're also on the board of directors of another organization that I was involved with at one time called VETS, which is Veterans Equine Therapeutic Services, which offers, equine therapy to veterans Correct. and it does work like i have to say it does legit Which work awesome when, because <laughs> i just found out last night that he's gone through the program twice yeah i'm i went like, through the program twice oh, really <laughs> yeah like, i went out there as kind of like uh all right i was scared of horses but i went out there and 
and kind of did their thing and then afterwards i was like all right well now that that fear is gone like i want to go back into the program and experience it from a different perspective and when i went through it the second time it was completely eye-opening and it was it was life-changing to the point where i was just like all right i need to be involved so i was their veteran outreach director for two years and so yeah when it when it comes to that organization like i can definitely say like if veterans are looking for um you know a different uh, modality of therapy. Ooh, good word. E, I know. Word of the day, right? Wow, modality. It, was, it was on the roll of toilet paper this morning. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, modality. Look at the definition. We're good. I'm going to use that today. <laughs> I'm using it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like, so if you want, let's talk about that for a hot minute before, you know. I printed up a little bit. Uh, uh, Thor uh, sent me some stuff and I kind of just crunched it down. So sure. I don't Crunch bore, away. Let's hear about bore, it. I don't bore. The, let's hear about it. Yeah, no. you guys. Let's go. Let's do it. Um, so I, obviously I belong to vets. I'm part of the board. Um, it took me a while to actually do it because I was at a, with a couple of other really bad nonprofits and that left a bad taste in my mouth. Mm -hmm. So it took me a couple of years to really, I want to do my homework before I jumped to something like this. And, uh, about two years ago I was going through some dark shit like most of us do and mm -hmm. Thor goes why don't you come down to the farm and uh, let me show you around uh, we had a nice talk and being around the horses like even though I've never had anything like what Doug's been through yet mm -hmm. it it left me uh, feeling like good like, yeah good. right I don't like to like, ride horses but I don't mind taking care of them like, no. it's all no. groundwork yeah. it's all groundwork so the it groundwork is. was important so uh, about a week later, that's when I made my decision to be like, you know what, uh, I, because of meeting other people mm -hmm. and some of them being my uh, customers through the grapevine, uh, seeing the good that it did, I was like, okay, uh, I'm ready to join. So, um, uh, just bear with me because I can't rattle it off as good as you two fine gents. <laughs> uh, we just make things up as yeah, we go along. Right. You're good at it. Founded <laughs> <laughs> by veteran uh, Craig McHouse, Thor Torgerson, and Christina Clark, which Christina is part of this organization, mm -hmm. correct? Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, it was uh, founded in 2015, located in North Stonington, Connecticut. It's part of the Lighthouse uh, Homestead Stables. The VETS program provides therapeutic opportunities to veterans and their families through equine therapy. Ooh. <laughs> We're working with horse and educational classes like outdoor skills and archery. They have the ability to offer agricultural programs. Uh, there is a never a cost to the veteran, no matter how long they want to stay with the program. The entire program is supported by donations and organizations 100% volunteer run, which is very true. And most nonprofits are. Uh, without volunteers, we can't uh, do the mission at hand. Yeah. Um, what is it that we do here at Vets? Okay, that's my part. The groundwork <laughs> is learning how to work with horses and understand them, but the deeper goal is for our participants to learn life skills like empathy, emotional management, communication skills, and how to create trust-based relationships. So if you are a veteran and interested in the program, go on to vetct.org. Um, yeah, we'll we'll put a we'll put a link to this yeah. in the video's description too. That's one of my number. You can message me, uh, send me a private message, whatever you want to do. I'm like this program is only getting better. We have some really good people on board finally, and um, uh, we're building a tribe like you guys. Yeah, you're building a tribe. Get each people, and that's what we do. We help each other out. Uh, it's not about just one organization. We network through each other, mm -hmm. and that's how we get shit done. Um, 
But in April, it'll be our second uh, annual, and we're doing this every year from now on. We partnered up with HAVA, Honoring American Veterans Field. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called the Rock Up event. So it's, we, it's small, usually around 15 people. Um, it's totally free for the veteran the whole weekend. We do um, it's a two-day event, classes, learning horse skills, outdoor survival skills, archery, and shooting skills. Nice. Mm-hmm. It is limited to a small group of veterans, and we will be announcing registration uh, the next couple of months, requirements on the website and Facebook. Sounds like Cowboy 101, and I want to do it. <laughs> yeah. <last laughs> it sounds awesome. Last year, uh, um, Kurt from uh, Academy in Salem, he is the HAVA representative of Connecticut, partnered up with him. He's been great. Um, last year's, for instance, uh, Condor gave us uh, rucks, and nice. inside was axes flints water you know like all kinds of necessities like like a three-day bug out bag nice free for everything uh they got bows and arrows really nice compact bows Mm -hmm. arrows the whole nine yards um but a ruck what is a ruck you know it's it's Sack, a knapsack, or whatever. I don't know. I had a sea bag. (laughs) 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 Which consisted of six whitey tidy underwears, five pairs of socks. So it's not the same thing as a ruck. In your ruck, you carry, a lot of people carry a bunch of crap they don't need, Mm -hmm. negative energy. Get rid of all that stuff. Use the ruck as uh, a platform for putting good stuff in there. Things Ah. that you would need. To get through the day or yep. the upcoming days, life, have a life, you know, and fill it with a lot of proactive, positive energy in there. Mm-hmm. And the tools that help you succeed, not the ones yeah, that weigh you exactly. down, right? Yep. And learn some skills along the way. Have some fun. Try something new. And you know what? It's kind of like an adult camper in the summer. Ride some horses. Shoot some sticks. Yeah. It's going to be great. So uh, we'll be doing that sometime in April. Uh, um, soon uh, they're going to be putting up some stuff on the website and Facebook and uh uh, I already have a little list of, that I always like to put in mm-hmm. that uh, some people that truly deserve to be there and uh, take it from there. You'll have to get out there and check that out. Yeah, you know what I'm thinking. Uh, videotaping you riding a horse, which sounds hilarious. Or maybe I do, donkey. I do have a cowboy hat. Of course you have. You a got a nice belt yeah. buckle too. Yeah, you like that? <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, thank you for that, Nico. That's awesome. What we'll do too is like if, once you get the registration and all the links and stuff, definitely send it to us, and we, we can that. advertise it and put thank it out you. on our multiple platforms to get uh, people all set up and ready to go. Um, <laughs> Uh, so I just want to thank you for being on the show. Uh, it was really awesome, really great to to have you on as our first guest, right? Like, before mem- we pop that, I gotta like, say something, all right? Before sure. this, uh, um, my friend Kevin Brown is here tonight. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, we're, hi uh, Kevin, hi Kevin, what's going on over there? <laughs> he's a he's an author. He's a retired fire uh, fighter. Uh, he's he's a man of many masks. But um, Kevin and myself are looking to start our own podcast. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, do it. And um, just something mm-hmm. something fun. Oh, my mic. Um, it's going to be called Nick and Kevin Get Loud. <laughs> How about that shit? Hopefully. Uh, raw, honest perspectives on a wide range of topics from personal rants to current events. Whether you're looking for a good laugh or some real talk, we've got you covered. Stay tuned for Nick and Kevin Get Loud. Okay. And with that said, we'll be drinking some beers and whiskey and probably smoking cigars. I'm going to need at Hopefully. least like three Ooh. spots on that show. <laughs> what do you think, Kevin? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to need like Kevin's three spots on Go that man. show because I got a lot of stuff to say. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, I'm just kidding. Well, that's, a whole, that's the whole point. <laughs> We'd be honored if you guys from the Guardians of Purple Heart would come over to Definitely. Nick's Bunker Bar. Oh, Nick's Bunker Bar. Check it out. <laughs> <laughs> Not every day you can wear Nico oh, on your chest. My you like God, that? that is so sexy. It looks good on you. Man, mine has a barrel roll. <laughs> mine actually um, has a barrel on it, the one I have. So, <laughs> uh, Nico, again, thank you so much. We really appreciate you being here. Uh, thank you, gentlemen. Definitely, it was definitely long overdue, but we we really appreciate everything that you've done for right, us. It's, yeah, man. it's been an honor, and uh, my support for you guys and the organization would continue to my last dying breath. Beautiful. Uh, thank we you. appreciate we, that. We appreciate man. that. Uh, uh, I'm honored. All right. And with that, I'll let Seth close it out for you. Yeah, guys. Uh, so we're getting into uh, 2023. We've got a lot of exciting news. For those of you who can see it behind me, <laughs> this is the beautiful It's Pickle Time shirt with uh, my lovely co-host over here <laughs> stuffing his face with a pickle like he usually uh, does. This is embarrassing. Uh, so we'll, we'll post the links in the description of where you can purchase this, this oh beautiful piece of apparel. Um <laughs> And yeah, you know, 2023 is going to be great. All right, we got a lot of we got more guests coming up. Yep. Yeah, we're definitely going to have you back. You're yeah. a, you're you're oh, a treasure. I'm going to bring some. You're a national treasure, and you need to be protected. Food. Oh, beautiful. Oh, bring please. Some yeah. Yeah. Some margaritas. Absolutely. <laughs> Why not? Um, yeah, we got some crazy stuff lined up. We're going to have more guests. We're going to uh, introduce some of the other guardians. Yep. Right. Have them come out so that way that our audience can get to know them a little bit more. Maybe go do some crazy stuff. Um, I won't give a whole lot of things away, but I'm thinking tanks, maybe uh, helicopters underwater. Yeah, yeah. We have a lot. So we have like, a lot. There of will stuff be in the works. there will be waivers. We're gonna have to sign yeah. for some of the stuff that we're yeah, gonna be. There's doing. a lot of stuff in the works, not only for the podcast, but for the organization stuff that we are working on internally. That will that'll make people's heads spin. Mm-hmm. They're gonna look at this and be like. Where are you guys going with this? Yep, but yep. but it's nothing. But if you guys want to go diving, let's do it. I mm, that scares the crap out of me. No, we'll do I'll do it with you though. All right. Go pool. All right, cool. I'm down. This is like a kiddie pool, <laughs> like six inches deep. Yeah, and I'm just flopping like, around. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's just like, it's not even seaweed. It's just day old lettuce uh, <laughs> from the restaurant. Uh, right. <laughs> and with that, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but no, it's gonna be great. We're gonna, you know, we're we're looking at sponsors. We're gonna have some people coming up pretty soon, so it's gonna be awesome. Yeah. So awesome. to everybody out there's watching. Uh, Thank you for watching Cover Down. Uh, we look forward to seeing you this year. Uh, it's going to be fun. Uh, if you're out there in the world, you see a vet, shake their hands. Um, you don't have to shake ours, but we'll shake yours, whether you like it or not. Uh, other than that, Happy New Year, everybody. And uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> we out. <laughs>